It's Monday the 8th of July. I'm Alec Hogg and here's your Biz News Flash Briefing. More dirty laundry will be publicly aired today when Dan Machila, the former chief executive of South Africa's Public Investment Corporation, takes the stand at the PIC Commission of Inquiry. Bloomberg reports that according to a prepared statement, Majila will assert that his ousting was politically motivated. His testimony will share that he was opposed to the use of PIC funds to bail out heavily indebted retail group Edcon, which supports around 140,000 jobs through direct employment and supply chains. It will include the reasons why he opposed the bailout, a position not viewed favorably by the PIC's chairman, the country's economic development minister and the chief executive of Edcon, Grant Patterson, who met with Majila just before he left. Majila's statement says that he would only support the deal if the proposal by Brian Joffe's JSE-listed company Long for Life to invest 500 million rand into Edcon had gone ahead. A week after Majila's ousting, the PIC led a 2.7 billion rand rescue of Edcon. During the last six months, many of around 70 witnesses have blamed Majila's management style and support of dubious deals as the reason for the PIC's woes. One-time global trading powerhouse Deutsche Bank has announced plans to radically shrink its investment bank, the company's long-time dominant revenue generator. Restructuring plans revealed over the weekend include the closing down of the bank's global equity sales and trading businesses. Deutsche, which for years was also a major player in London, New York, and was dominant in South Africa, is now retreating back to its roots, refocusing on serving European companies and German retail customers. The bank expects to post a loss of more than $3 billion for the three months to end June as a result of the restructuring exercise, which will see a large number of its 91,000 staff depart. Deutsche, which recently abandoned a proposed merger with German rival Commerzbank, boasted a share price of over 110 euro ahead of 2008's global financial crisis. That price bottomed last month at under 6 euro. Lomberg quotes a source who says Eskom will only name a new acting chief executive at the end of July when incumbent Pakamani Khadebe physically steps down. The new appointment will only be temporary because Khadebe's surprise resignation left Eskom with insufficient time to follow legislated processes required for a permanent appointment. Khadebe quit in May after just 16 months in the job, quoting unimaginable demands which had taken a toll on his health. He was Eskin's 10th departing chief executive in a decade. Treasury's acting deputy director general Ian Stewart told Bloomberg yesterday that proposals on the table to fix Eskim included a debt swap and the creation of a vehicle to take over some of Eskim's debt. He added, quote, the likelihood is that more support will be required, unquote than the 69 billion rand injection from taxpayers announced in February's national budget. On the JSC Friday, the share price of diamond producer TransHex jumped 12% to 88 cents after an announcement that a consortium which holds almost 80% of the equity is offering to buy out minority shareholders at 100 cents a share. 
Transhex shares have moved up smartly ahead of the announcement, having bottomed at just 44 cents on Monday. Aspen Pharmacare was another big mover, those shares losing 5% on Friday after the Durban-headquartered multinational disclosed discussions with a potential buyer of its European assets had been terminated. Kumba Iron Ore did worst of the heavyweight stocks, losing over 7%. On July the 23rd, the mining group will release results for the half-year to end June. For the session as a whole, the JSE overall index was down half a percent Friday, taken lower by declines of almost 2% in the resources and gold indices. This has been your Biz News Flash Briefing. Until the next time, cheerio.